Podcast Network Asia. I had hoped there was some sexy ending, but no. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Tawa Let's. If you want to support this podcast, please use the Lazada link found in the description of wherever you are hearing this podcast. So today, I'm having a very interesting guest, and I've known her for so long. I would say more than 10 years. But we never really sat down and had long conversations. We'd always see each other at events or at Magnet High Street when that was still a thing. And it's I, I'm so excited to have her here so that we can actually get to talk about a lot of things. Because I actually think that our guests lead such a colorful life. And I hope you guys enjoy as well. Please welcome Miss Kate Toralba. Hey, Woo! Kate. I provide my own applause. Yes. How are you, Aaron? I'm so oh good right now. So excited so for good. this. How have you so. been? Oh, I've been great considering the circumstances. I've had uh, 12 family members get COVID in the past Whoa. year. And well, um, yeah, uh, my uncle and aunt passed away. But everybody else, uh, they, thankfully, they, they've recovered. Uh, but sorry to start on a dark note. <laughs> It's not dark, but, it's um, just matter of fact. That's what's yeah, it's, happening it's now. Yeah, it's life. And mm-hmm. um, my profession, you know, up until the pandemic, was a touring musician and artist. And so, yeah, it's really been a very incredible journey, you know, through this pandemic. And uh, yeah, I managed to stay afloat thanks to art and self-expression. And I run this uh, initiative called Pandemic Pop-Up, which uh, I interviewed you yeah. for. Uh, last week it, it was so much fun oh my god and um so yeah it's really been just ups and downs and taking taking things a day at a time and uh and yeah just uh, coping through creativity that's, yeah. that's what I've, I've been doing and i think yep. you and i are very similar in that sense because i what we did also was performing every thursday we'd have shows this mm-hmm. was sort of what we would do that was just our life and um it took us i mean for spit very quickly to adjust to zoom and all of that but how have Mm -hmm. you adjusted given your livelihood how have you adjusted uh, in you know what it's uh it's funny because um i am i really consider myself as like yeah a, a performing artist you know i really thrive on the energy of a live live event and um it was very, very hard in the beginning. And, you know, I was actually on the verge of recording my second album in Berlin. And then, you know, lockdown happened. And I was so devastated because I had waited uh, many, many, seven years to record that record, uh, to make that album. And um, I was working with the people I, I really dreamt of working with. And when it fell through, and then next thing I know, it's like, oh, my God. No gigs, no session work, no. And I thought, well, of course, you know, remember that everything but the girl album called Adapt or Die. I'm like, okay, adapt or die na to. <laughs> so I tried um, doing a live stream event, a few, but I, I live out of a suitcase. I don't have the proper gear, so the sound was always terrible. And um, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. So I, um, I didn't adapt as well as i wanted to with uh with the streaming but thankfully uh last uh june or july i thought of uh setting up uh, this platform pandemic pop-up you know the platform for artists and uh i've been uh 
I've been managing it. I run the platform and then I manage the community. And then I do these regular interviews on Instagram Live. And that's been working because, you know, there's not so much pressure to have really great sound because I'm not singing, I'm not performing, but I'm, I'm just, you know, having a, a casual conversation with the, my creative friends. And uh, so that's been working and that's been my pandemic pivot. And um, we have, uh, the community has been helping artists, you know, get gigs, uh, find clients. We do portrait festivals. We help the artists sell their work and organize workshops, etc. It's an evolving uh, space. And um, I can say that I'm really enjoying it. And and so, yeah, quite unexpected, you know, a musician. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm a community manager. So um, <laughs> You well, wear you know. many hats, <laughs> though. So you're, you're doing this community managing thing. You are a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. You're also a designer, which I find <laughs> so amazing because I it's very rare for me to find people who are both who are gifted in both visual and auditory artistic endeavors. So that's re- I find Thank that you. very interesting of you to be able to do yeah. that. And um, you said something fine. earlier about living out of a suitcase because of the pandemic. Hmm. Has that forced you to settle down anywhere or are you still? I was forced to just I mean, <gasps> Honestly, it felt like a death um, oh. having to stay in one place for more. Th- I mean, because my lifestyle in the past was I would, um, you know, I would do a gig or a job and I would stay in a place for like from a week to, let's say, a few weeks, maybe, maybe eight weeks maximum. Because if I had a, if I had a racket or a, because I mean, I do a bunch of things, right? I do session work, I write, I write music, I I, right now, I'm also uh, writing movies. I'm actually, um, that's wow. my current thing. I know, it's, it's yeah, I'm just that kind of person. I'm just I love it. Multi- I am a multitasker. And so it was very hard. I had to uh, stay in one place for eight months, really. Yeah. Eight, I mean, I was completely alone. I didn't step out. And then it was... It was the first time I was completely isolated from, from other human beings. And I... Uh, yeah, and then, you know, news about family came, and then, uh, so I've had to, yeah, I mean, you know, still with my suitcase, just go see family for a little bit, and I I had been hoping to find a new country to live in, you know, and then the <laughs> pandemic happened. Uh, so, yeah, everything is in flux right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm just... Yeah, I'm just trying my best to navigate. Yun lang. Try your best, you know, a day at a time. And um, yeah, somehow things feel like, I mean, things feel like they, they've been falling into place. And I'm I'm happy, you know, with what I'm doing. And I've also never been more prolific in my creativity. I think I needed this pause. Because I was always kind of all over the place. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm just taking it as it comes, you know. And like, like you guys, I'm so impressed with your pivot. Like, you know, doing the doing your sessions online, your performances yeah. online. And, and I can see that your community is thriving. It's really yeah. great. It's yeah. so much fun. And, you know, we would love to have you join us. Parang cool. I will join. I will join. I just have some commitments now. But like, definitely, uh, that's... It's bookmarked too. <laughs> um, and I, because I've always been fascinated by improv, I just, I'm just, because I, I spent a lot of time in the US and I, I would attend these comedy shows and the improv shows for me were the 
best. It's like, mm. where, where is this going? How do they think of these sketches on the spot? And I, I'm particularly fascinated by musical improv. I was going to to, to study um, either in Chicago or or in LA because I'm a musician, and I just thought it would it would be really really good for developing my impromptu performance skills right. so i did want but i i, I did take uh just improv comedy uh like a, an intro course in groundlings yeah 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 in, in la so i just did that one it was just a one day thing um but i i was interested to pursue it which is why i am seriously going to take your workshop Ooh. soon it's five sessions right it is well the intensive that we talked about is five seconds yeah. five sessions but our regular uh-huh. is eight sessions of two okay. hours so yeah okay. we would love okay. to have you I, will, I you'll have me yeah. this year for sure for sure yeah <laughs> hook me up lady <laughs> <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about the countries that you've lived in so you said you lived a little bit in the u.s you lived in um france well actually like to have as a base, like, you know, like a home base. I've only really lived in the Philippines and in the UK, but most of the year I traveled, right? So, I mean, you know, pre-pandemic, I would travel. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would always be in the US, like at least maybe three, four months a year. Mm. And I mean, that's practically, you know, a season, right? Um, because of... Yeah, what I was doing in music and the arts and um, yeah, I don't. I think I'm just really. I'm just like a vagabond. <laughs> and but yeah, three four months a year, I'm in the. Uh, I would be in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a lot of time. And I think also that's why my sensibilities are, I think maybe more American than British. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but of course very Pinoy. But you know, like my my sense of humor, I think is. is quite American and in the way I mean I think in English I don't know very and, just... and you're very strong personality also which is something that you know not a lot of Filipino women have and I feel like it can be a little intimidating for people to meet someone mm. with such a strong personality well I think that's why Pinoy guys aren't into me <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, like I, have a, I have friends who are like oh you only date white guys and I'm like no because I mean, I only go out with the guys who ask me out because the, no Pinoy guy has asked me out. I mean, in I think the last time I had a Filipino boyfriend was, God, like fourteen years ago, something like that. <laughs> and and he grew up in the states. And I don't know what's wrong with you, Pinoy man. I mean, you know, I mean, you know the answer nice to that. Well, <laughs> Am I allowed to say? I mean, what's your audience? Is it mostly Pinoy? Um, no, mostly Pinoy. Um, no, but I think it would be nice to go out with a Filipino guy because there's no culture, uh, cultural difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Maybe ideally, somebody who is Filipino but maybe grew up or or was educated abroad, maybe somebody with like a you know, the worldview that is like, hey, I like a strong woman who has her own thing going on. Um, yeah, I believe in autonomy in relationships. Yeah. So I, I, but I don't know. I'm not <laughs> dating now. I am having the most peaceful time in my life. I mean, in my personal life. I mean, even if, you know, it's a bit chaotic on the family front because of all these health 
situations that are happening. My personal life it has been great. It has been, been no be... drama. Drama no free. No shit, man. <laughs> it's been so great. Like, it's peaceful. I have no stress. It, I'm just so into my work now. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. I can gosh. absolutely relate to that. <laughs> absolutely. Right? Like, for some reason, now that I'm single, it's been so easy for me to just jump into things. Like, yes. Uh, Yes. It, you know yes. what I mean? Like, you're not yeah, going to think, yeah. is he going to be okay yeah. with me doing yeah. this? Yeah, is he going to mind? Not? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And, um, well, I have to be honest, it's like, when I'm in a relationship, though, I feel like I kind of morph into a more submissive person. I don't know why. It's I'm really with you. Weird. It's the same. Yeah. It's so right? weird. It's like, I become a, like, oh, I'm kind of gentler. And I want like, you to take care of me. I want you to love me. Oh, what <laughs> bullshit. What the hell? Oh, my God. Like, I, I, that make, I think I think I'm going to stay single for a little bit because I, I do like this. I feel very empowered and I, yeah, there's just no, yeah, the back of your mind, like, oh, my gosh, like, am I saying something inappropriate that would embarrass my future in-laws? Things like that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so and for me, it was also like a lot of my work. I would seek approval from my partner at the time. Yeah, and if he didn't like it, I end up questioning Mm -hmm. whether it's good or not. Mm -hmm. But now Mm -hmm. that I'm not seeking approval for anyone, when I think something I did is good, that's all that's important to me, which I find so Mm -hmm. amazing. It's something that I haven't dealt with this feeling. Yeah, (laughs) it's amazing. Uh, Same here. Same here. Um, well, I did. Yeah, I did have a long stretch of being single, but I was still in the. I mean, now I can laugh about it. Like I was kind of like in the desperate vibes mode, you know, like (laughs) like. I'm single, but I'm desperate for a partner. And like we were talking, it just came out of my mouth when we were doing this little improv um, yeah. exercise. The desperation will take you places. You know, I, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I would I would meet someone online and it's like, okay, he's in Hong Kong. And we were like, well, you know, we can make this work. <laughs> that kind of bullshit. Oh my God, never again. But, you Damn. know, hey, you know, like, like I said, it will take you places and you'll get to explore uh, parts of you that you didn't. It's like, oh my gosh, I am, am I actually capable of this kind of foolishness? And the answer is yes, yes, you are capable exactly. of this kind of foolishness. Hmm. What is the further furthest you've gone for a guy? Like the uh, most you've done? That the you kind of look back and you're like, whoa, that's a lot. Oh. I gave up my career for a guy. Ah. I gave up. Yeah, I gave up. I gave it up for a guy. And um, mainly because, okay, he, he was also an artist, you know, a very strong personality. But, you know, he was, um, this was actually my last um, serious relationship. And I, yeah, I was about to marry this man. Ooh. And um, because he was older and, you know, he had a... Uh, he was kind of like a take charge, which I liked, okay? I like it because I'm like, I'm always the, the woman who's taking care of everybody and worrying, worrying about everything. And, you know, I'm a, a producer and I'm my, my own boss. And it felt nice to have somebody kind of look after me for yeah. a bit. But, you know, there was a trade-off. Um, he was uh, traveling a lot for work. And I, um, yeah, not to, but he did ask me to slow down a bit. On, on, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, it was my choice. I willingly put my career on on hold indefinitely to make my relationship work because yeah i was not with anybody for i think 
eight years, and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if I want my relationship to work, then I gotta give it my all, you yeah. know, and like, I'll make all this sacrifice. That's bullshit. No, don't wow. do that. That's Ladies, so do not funny. do that. Yeah, do don't, don't. Because I did the don't. same thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's I like, think it is no accident that you and I reconnected because I, I we have been there. And, um, you know, it's so painful to kind of willingly lose yourself for love and then have it not work out. It's Yo. like, putang, putang na. Yeah. <laughs> like, we shit. Prince Harried, but then they didn't yeah. Megan us, man. Yeah. We Prince Harried. We what Prince Harried. Well, we should be the Megans. They should yeah. be the Prince Harrys. I think so. I mean, I I'm, nev- I'm never going to do that again. But, um, you know, like I say, like I always say, it's like, um, every mistake, um, every mistake, is something that will really just force you to grow. Yeah. Um, I don't regret doing it, even if it took me years to get over it. I don't regret it because uh, I saw what I was capable of. Yeah. And then I also discovered the whole concept of boundaries. I'm like, oh, okay, I grew up in a culture where boundaries don't exist and we just keep saying yes to people and giving things up for other people. And I wouldn't have uh, learned that if I didn't go through, you know, all that pain and kind of like just, oh my goodness, I look back and I'm like, my gosh, yeah. did I just not have any self-worth? What exactly. is wrong with me? What That's was so strange. And the yeah. thing is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, we came from, because I would say that the younger generation understands this more than we mm. did because they're growing mm-hmm. up knowing that okay self-care is important all these young people yes, know yes. that yeah. boundaries are important self-care is important yeah but you and i we grew up at a time where it was no you have to do everything for your family yes. you have to do everything yes. for your partner yes oh, so oh it's such God. a revelation that mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. the age we are and we're just like wow mm-hmm. it's only now i'm yeah. discovering this and it i feel like my mom going. is the same I'm like, mom, do what mm-hmm. you want. And she's sort of no, no, getting no, no, that no, now no. at her age. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I am glad we were born when we were because we're kind of in the middle of, you know, these very progressive, you know, the, the generations and then our very old school generations of our parents. I like to think that we have the best of both worlds. It's just a matter of kind of striking that balance and, and kind of, you know, take what worked for our parents and, and take what worked for our generation, and then learn from, you know, what these younger people, I mean, I mean, I sound like a proper tita here. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> the younger generation. Uh, they see um, youngins. So. Yeah, we just, we just take what, what will work for us, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, th- yeah, there is no formula. We're all different. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't even think it's about generations it's strictly, I mean, of course, it's a big factor, but I mean, yeah, just kind of, listen to what our our bodies or in our minds is saying like hey this is comfortable this is not and we're just trying to get better like with every interaction you know i mean i that's one thing i'm passionate about i just really want to grow that's that's yeah and i, I like feel to, the to, same right because right? so many and, things are changing that i feel like some mm. people are so resistant to it but don't get me wrong there are things that i'm also mm. resistant to which i'd rather not talk about but um <laughs> i feel like i feel like this is a time where people kind of have to understand things more 
Like, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things mm-hmm. changing, a lot of new concepts coming up that I think are very important that that mm-hmm. people are learning, which I like about this new generation, yeah. about about things that mm-hmm. are happening now. There's a big shift, and I find yes. it so interesting. And it's so good that we're yep. growing and, and hearing about it now before it's too late. So, well, I, I know. I know. Yep, yep, yep. Here we are. Uh, yeah. And I like I like to say the world is ending. Hurry up. Like whatever it is that you want to do, do it. Do it now. Like just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is that that's important to you, it's it's the right time to pursue it. If there's anything that I learned about life, it's that there is no someday. You know, yeah. the things that we I mean, in that context, it's like the things we say we'll do someday, we end up never doing. You, you know, it's like, like we, I'm going to get married someday. Uh-huh. Three engagements <laughs> later. Still freaking Three. single. Amazing. Three. Give me five. Yeah. One pa lang ako. One pa lang ako. So let's see. Let's see where that goes. <laughs> Baka I can catch yeah. up to Kate, you know? <laughs> yeah, but we'll never, we'll never know. Like maybe I'm open now to the possibility of just being a fabulous spinster. That is yeah. great too. But if life surprises me with a fantastic man, who will enhance my life and still allow me to be me and just, you know, just celebrate who I am. Like, hell, I mean, why not, right? Yeah. Why the hell not? Like, let's do the traditional thing, you know, all that shit. Yeah, wedding, <laughs> dog, baby. Yeah, sure. And I'm also open to having a child on my own. Like, right. I mean, I, I froze my eggs a couple of years ago. And why am I talking about this? On the show? <laughs> but, um, no, I love it. It's also, yeah, but, it's also <laughs> showing how these things are more accepted now because before yeah, yeah. when my mom was was young they were always yeah. asking her when she's gonna get married and to yeah. a certain extent it, yeah. in my mm. 20s i was being asked mm. that also my late yeah. 20s. also well, me i mean i still get I mean, I still, yeah i mean i i that this is, this is why I, I call um there's a certain um, like a demographic called the toxic titas titos and titas oh, of facebook yeah. who are always asking uh, Dai, why don't you have a boyfriend? Sayang ka naman. Like, oh, when are you getting married? What happened to that guy? Oh, sayang naman. Oh my gosh, like, really? What do they mean when <laughs> they say sayang ka, no? What does that mean? It's sayang so odd. Sayang ka. like, what? oh, what a waste. I know. I, I mean, I know. what does it mean? Why is it a waste if we want to be single? Hello? Or, nah. you know what I mean? It's so But strange. you know, they're... They're coming from the paradigm of, you know, a complete life is, uh, you know, having a family, having yeah. a husband, having children, which I, you know, I'm still very traditional in that sense that, yeah, I, I grew up kind of idealizing that. Mm. But, um, you know, times are changing. Everything is shifting, shifting. Just like, I mean, you blink and it's like, oh, what happened? It's Everything's yeah. different now. And I... I mean, you know, I, I let's say right now, like, you know, during the pandemic, I mean, I call it like, a, you know, like we live in a liminal space or so everything's just kind of in flux and shifting and, and just taking different forms. And yeah, there is no wrong or right way to live your life. You know, if only you can, you can determine yeah. if it's the kind of life that you want to lead because, you, you know, you know, so what if people don't agree with your decisions? I mean, but I'm still... Yeah, I am exploring that. I, I am already kind of getting there where, like, you know, I think I'm just going to call the shots here and do what I want. Um, because all my life, I, I really was, I mean, I was groomed to be, you know, somebody's wife. Yes. I was groomed to be a mother. And, and, and that's also because of 
how I was raised. Um, my mother married very young; she was fifteen, Ooh, and wow. um, and and so a lot of uh, her unlived dreams. She, I guess, she just wanted me to to fulfill, and, and you know, it's not her fault. It's it's just. I mean, that's the way parents are, right? Yeah, they, they parent. Yeah. They parent us the the best way that they know how, and um, and so yeah, I've just been kind of just trying to get to know myself better in the past few years, and and figure out wait which of these dreams are from my mother's conditioning, and which are actually mine. Yeah, and uh, so I'm yeah I'm like like everybody else, I'm trying to figure out what what it is that I want exactly. I do know that I am enjoying my life right now very much, so it's good. That's so good. <laughs> And during the pandemic, since you've been locked down in one place mm-hmm. and all by yourself, mm-hmm. was there anything really groundbreaking that you learned about yourself just from being alone? Oh, um, I had to kind of, I had to like really just hang out with my demons, basically. Mm. You know, these things that I, these things that you about yourself that you kind of didn't want to face, and and you coped uh, with by. Just kind of sweeping them under the rug, basically, and keeping yourself very busy. You know, when you're alone for the first time, and you're alone with your thoughts and your feelings, and you know, you wake up uh, in the middle of the night, and, and and it's like, oh my gosh, I should I write this down? Or yeah. and and I I just went into like full on like self exploration. You know, I took all these courses, and then I. I revisited this meditation because I do transcendental meditation. Um, it started maybe what, four years ago, but you know I was never really disciplined. But thankfully, because of the pandemic, the 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 group that I studied with, um, they're called David Lynch Foundation, and I, I took wow. a course in New York. Yeah, so we we have like a twice a day meditation group. So yeah, we there's a structure that. I follow and twice a day, no fail. Like, you know, we do like a 30, 35 minute meditation session. And that's been such a, just, wow. It, such I think a good it, help. Oh my gosh. It really helped me stay sane throughout the pandemic. That and, of course, you know, everybody has their own rituals. I, I do, mm. I do a, a whole <laughs> slew of rituals just to kind of set myself up for the day, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. first hour, two hours, and includes meditation and exercise and whatnot. And yeah, I've I've been I've I've discovered that I'm actually uh, very mentally strong, That's and so um, and I I highly recommend it. I mean, whatever kind of meditation that 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 works for you, everybody's different. Um, was meditation something you only picked up during the pandemic or were you doing it even before? Uh, no, when I was uh, going through a really hor- a horrible breakup, another one. See, like my life just revolved <laughs> around my, my relationships and I was really in so much pain. I Yeah, I took that course in New York and then, uh, and then you know, on and off. And, and it was hard for me to do because like David Lynch does this, like no fail, like for how many years, like how many decades. Right. Every day, David Lynch r- meditates twice a day, 20 minutes a day doesn't matter like it's a non-negotiable and uh, well in the beginning i struggled even with like doing 20 minutes it was hard enough but then now i can say that yeah it's really it's yeah it's a non-negotiable for me i must meditate twice a day because it's like taking like your brain taking a shower basically yes um it just kind of resets your mind 
Because I have a very active mind. Like, you know what? Even if I'm like sleeping, my brain is pop, 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 like, like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like I wake up and like, oh, I have all these ideas, all these creative ideas. And um, yeah, so there, I think that's my favorite body part, my brain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, because you're, it's, it's giving you so many opportunities to fulfill stuff. Like you just told me you're doing a movie. You're doing, you know, yes. you've done music. You're you're doing, um, yeah. Uh, I'm, desi- you're I'm, still I'm, doing designing, right? Um, actually, I I put that on pause, but now I think uh, it's a more prolific. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a more um, lucrative, uh, creative expression. Like I, can, right. like I think I'm gonna start making clothes again this year yeah. it, for the holiday season, just to just sell stuff, um, because everything else that I do. Creatively does not make money. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it. I love it. It's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm working on a one woman musical now, actually. Oh wow. That's a super slow burn project for like with many, many years now. And Mm -hmm. I I, it's finally uh, taking shape. So you meditate lang no meditate. <laughs> when you say one woman musical, wow, is that is that uh it involves dialogue as well? Or is it yeah, just yeah. you're playing it's, like a set? Uh it's songs and stories. Songs uh, and it's stories. it's it's autobiographical. So Oh, um, you're gonna I, be like a no. Um wait, what's his name? The guy who plays Ray. Ray Charles. Jamie Foxx. I think Oh, does the, the, he does that? I I don't even know. Well, know. it's not a one-man musical, but he does stand-up. But in his stand-up, yeah. he has a piano, and then he sings oh, parts of his really? stand-up. Yeah, I'll send you the link. It's amazing. I'll oh, send me the link. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. really funny because um, when I was, um, I was a regular at a place called the Troubadour in London, and then I remember there was this like this old British guy who would always be <laughs> in the back of the room, and he would be at all my gigs, and I was just like, and he doesn't really come say hi or anything. Yee. So when, when one night I approached him. And um, an old sweet man, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, thank you for for being so supportive. I see you at my gigs a lot. Thank you so much." And then he, he tells me, "Oh, you know, I love your act." And I was like, "My act?" And he's like, "I love it. You know, you do. You know, you do your music, and you do the stand up comedy, and then you do your music again, and the stand up comedy." And I was like, uh, "I'm not doing stand up comedy. I am talking about my life." <laughs> and he was. Mortified, he's like, "Oh, pardon me, you're very good. You should keep doing that." He was really, really embarrassed because my life is funny, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, maybe there is a maybe comedy is another avenue. I don't know. I'm just really just exploring whatever. But I I do like you know, to tell stories, and I. Yeah, I guess I have a really sick sense of humor. You know, when you go through a lot of trauma in your life, you cope using humor, then yeah. you become a funny person. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Right. And How what, can you not be funny? Yeah. And what a beautiful segue because you just said that you love telling stories. So I want to do some improv with you. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> you and I are going to be telling a story, but we're uh-huh. going to do it two words at a time. So, for example, two. if I give you a title... Like the water boy, you and I are the gonna tell a boy. story about the water boy, but only okay. two words at a time. So, for example, if I start, I'll be like, "Once uh-huh. upon," and then you continue. A time, okay. There once, was... but a fucking and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So okay. there, so two so words can, at a time. Two words. So we at a make time. the story. Okay, we make the story. Got it. 
So um, right. I yeah. would like to, just because it might be easier for you, because in improv, we always say draw from your truth. You don't mm. have to draw everything from your life, but it's mm. just easier than to make stuff up. So I would like the title of this story to be The Piano Woman. And the it can piano. be about any piano woman. It can be about you. But the point mm. is, we're going to tell a story about the piano woman. And then we'll okay. see where it goes. All right. Yeah? Great. Cool. All right. I'm down. I'm ready. So this is the piano woman. <clears throat> One day, this fabulous piano playing bitch was walking down Fifth Avenue. She looked fucking amazing in her multicolored mink coat and fabulous stilettos. Every man was gawking at her tits. So she approached a younger man and says, you stop looking at these because you are a much too young, virile man. Instead, she grabs the boy by balls and says, come with me and go down to my basement closet. He agreed. And then she played her vintage piano made with crystals. He <laughs> listened. She sang proudly her frustrations as she played a ballad. His eyes teared up and he started bawling. His eyes turned red and she saw conjunctivitis. <laughs> hey, you have sore eyes. Why did you come here to make me feel like making a song about your conjunctivitis, boy. <laughs> she took a photo of his eyes and penis. 
because she wanted to fornicate with him. <laughs> Alas, he ran upstairs. She chased him with a baseball bat and yelled, Idiot! You can't run away. She hit his skull and he died shaking. Her song became a hit on funeral TV. And she lived happily ever after. Hey! <laughs> Give me five! What a weird story. Wow. Gruesome, <laughs> gruesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but conjunctivitis? Yeah. Conjunctivitis. Hmm. And she ended up killing him, but the song was an amazing hit. I think I this is autobiographical, Kate. I mean, it just I, came out of me. I had hoped there was some sexy ending, but no. <laughs> it it just that. gets gruesome. It maybe, yeah. Maybe that's just how it is with me. It just ends up gruesome. <laughs> Maybe that's just us now discovering that we don't need no man with conjunctivitis. <laughs> like, wow, hot shot, pero may sore eyes. <laughs> so, papatayin ko na lang. It's like, not a sight for sore eyes, a sight with sore eyes. <laughs> I was hoping it would like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, well, it's improv. You can't go back. And that's the beauty of it, which I love. That is true. That is, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much for spending <laughs> your your evening with me, Kate. This was so much fun. And I hope the listeners enjoyed it as well. So once again, um, Kate, is there anything that you want to plug for our listeners to oh, see or hear? I just, yes, I would like to invite uh, everybody to follow pandemic.popup on Instagram. I'm very proud of uh, the little community that we've created together it's a really interesting talented people with uh, all sorts of cool things going on and yeah if you find uh, my music my humor my stories interesting follow me at kate taralba k-a-t-e-t-o-r-r-a-l-b-a on instagram because that is where i actually live now <laughs> i live in instagram land I know how know. you feel. Oh, see you there. Uh. See you there. <laughs> see ya. See ya. And I, I hope to see you in Third World Improv later yeah, this year. Yep. Absolutely. Yay. Thanks, Kate. Thank you. Cool, yo. Thank you so much. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. All caps. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of TAWALETS. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.